This is Mona Lisa Baseball. We have all the new rules this year, and we're one-fifth of the way through the regular season. Whoa. And we have enough data here that I'm, I think we can characterize how some of these right. changes have affected the game. All right? Oh, pff, wow. Yeah, here we go. All right. It's heavy immediately. Popularity. If you were to look up articles about in-park attendance, you would find out that, hey, attendance is up. Yep. Um, but here's the problem. I checked the data as of today. And it's actually flat, and I know why. Wow. They had a really good opening day this year. It was fantastic. A bunch of people wanted to come check out the changes. They wanted to go see it. Uh, We had all 30 teams playing opening day this year. That hadn't happened in a long time. Oh, right. 15 games. You know, and the numbers were looking good there for a while. But guess what? Attendance is flat compared to last year as of today. Okay, holy shit. That could be heavy. So off the first take of hearing that, That means that we implemented sweeping changes and got that for attendance. Okay. And they got a bunch of attention that first day, that first week. Attention. But. Okay. Oh, man. I hope you go to television numbers next because I got to hear this. It's tapered off because they haven't gone big enough. Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) He's back. This fuck with the time machine. (laughs) Blow it up. I mean, they didn't go big enough. Like, there's no super duper home run still. You think if they had done that, (laughs) then then people would have stuck around? Where are the theatrics? I mean, that's what we need more to get more viewing. Hold on. They just took a home run hat out of the game, I saw. Some team was wearing a home run hat. Home run hat? (laughs) What? A large hat, an oversized hat. What? Uh, In the dugout after someone hits a homer, and I guess people were having fun with it, and it got banned. They banned a prop even though it was in the dugout? In the dugout. So I can have my cell phone in the dugout, but I can't wear a cool hat. You can't wear a hat. You can't wear an oversized hat, sir. Not in this dugout. Oh my god. Hmm. But if it's a regular size hat. Well, if it was a prop hat. Was it comically oversized or it's just like a sombrero? Yeah, it was. Okay. No, it definitely was. I just read an article. They were acknowledging that every team has their own home run celebration in the dugout, right? So someone comes in and like in Anaheim, it's like a samurai helmet. And I think the one that got banned was an oversized Braves hat. Oversized. I'm looking at it. It's a comically large, regular proportioned baseball hat. There you go. Oversized hat. <laughs> it's a big hat. It's a funny hat. <laughs> it's not even that funny. It's like, I think that's actually Barry Bonds's size. <laughs> okay. So here's something that you won't hear on any other podcast, you guys. Straight up. I correlated attendance data with the National Weather Service data. All right. Yeah. See, we got the fresh takes. No one else is doing that. Mm. This guy. And guess what? What? Lay on the results. Weather is significantly worse this year. Mm. Mm. Plot thickens. Significantly worse this year. There's a lot more rain and there's a lot. It rained out Manfred's party. (laughs) There's a lot more rain this year in the US. What about in dome parks? What's the deal there? Great question. Yeah, no rain in domes. Depends on if the roads are icy. That's a muni department question. It's still going to affect attendance, but not as much, of course. A lot less sunshine this year and more rain as of the first two months of play. Yeah, so if attendance is flat and weather is worse, then we can assume that attendance would be up if weather was equal. Mm, Right, right. I think you need to take this further and look at attendance in innings three through seven. (laughs) Are people still leaving early? It's still too long. Oh, good question. Uh, I know that beer sales got decreased because the (laughs) games are going too quickly. I love that's just too classic. It's not like the line was ever empty. There's always some form of line. Like one transaction just leads to the next, after the next, after the next, infinitely. There's no line in front of the Bud Light booth anymore. 
Ooh, <laughs> yeah. <nice. laughs> yeah, I have no comment. Yeah, we're not talking about that. No fucking way. Um, <laughs> if it was up 5% last month, and now it's flat after two months, that means that there was just all this front-loaded interest that tapered off pretty quickly. Well, I guess my comment is that, well, they're still in business. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out. They didn't run it underground in the first month and a half of the season. With all of the changes, people are still coming. If the numbers are the same, well, they didn't drive it into the ground. Wow, you're pretty flippant with that rule book. <laughs> Three major changes for roughly the same attendance. You don't find that a little troubling? I find everything very troubling. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we haven't gotten to the TV numbers yet. Let's. I gotta hear A3 just give like first five weeks of the season. Like, how you doing with it? I, I just gotta hear this. Well, I think to A4's point, and I think to everyone's point that's been talking about this, is they, being MLB, has spared no expense shoving this down our throat and telling us how killer it's going to be. So for the first month, I guess I couldn't help be on the side of, I kind of hope this fails and rub it in their face a little bit. Right. But I think one thing that we all have said before too is I don't necessarily want the game to fail. I don't give a shit that the games are shorter. I thought they were fine. I don't mind that the pace of play is up. Like that's all those things are fine. The problem is that we have to institute rules in order to see the change. And that part is just, they're fucking with the sanctity of the game and we're all four of us are over it. Now, I've watched a decent amount of ball. I've listened to more of it on the radio. Okay. There's some things happening. Like the Orioles are a pretty good team. Uh, The poor A's, I think they've won seven games in the first fifth of the season. Like really rough stuff. And the Yankees are in the (laughs) cellar, which I always love seeing. And so there's little things that I can find to enjoy about the game, but... The TV numbers, the piece that's coming up is really bothering because I can't I, wait for this. I really like what you guys are up to with this one. It's really sad they're trying to turn this into a game that it's not. And that's the problem. It's meant to be enjoyed in person, a day game outside with friends and family and enjoying it for what it is. And now it's being manipulated to drive revenue. Oh, so you hate stolen bases. I thought stolen bases were pretty cool when people were doing it the hard way. We're just dumbing the game down. <laughs> All right. How about those TV numbers? You guys ready? Mm, yeah. Viewership is up slightly. It's going to be somewhere between about 6 and 12%, depending on what stats you're looking at. This is really hard to pin down. Okay. Because there's lots of different right. different shows. You can say, oh, Sunday night baseball, you know, compare that year over year. But that's just one week. You know, there's a lot of variables right. there. So 6 to 12 seems very reasonable. I took as much data as I could and kind of averaged it out. Yeah. All right. But again, I want you guys to understand that we had a huge opening day. I think viewership was up 42% from last year. They had to be popping corks, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're like, we did it. (laughs) Up 42%. I bet they were high-fiving each other all around the corporate office room. Billions were made. But now if we're looking and seeing that the viewership is only up slightly, somewhere between 6 and 12%, well, what does that tell us? It tells us that they didn't retain that. Yeah. It tells you that people came for the new item on the menu. They came for the curly fries. Mm-hmm. And now they've had the curly fries and they're pretty good. And now we're kind of getting bored of the curly fries again. So <laughs> it's time for a new item on the menu. The curly fries weren't as good as the original fries. That's debatable. Oh. They just had a new commercial for it. We'll just add ranch and it's better than both. So I've got one more TV fact. What about the number of minutes actually watched? Oh, man, this is so good. It's up 12%. So here's what my mm. takeaway from that is. 
people are definitely watching more baseball. They're probably also not tuning out as much. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm watching a game. It's in the seventh inning. With these rules, I am like a little more confident, like stick around and watch the rest of it. Whereas, you know, under the old system, I might be like, "Uh, this could take another two hours. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so interesting. The closure on the game, knowing that they're going to put a runner on in the 10th inning, you have confidence you can watch the whole thing, so you stick around. That's my theory. That's Pretty good. So what's your theories? You like that. The confidence in watching a baseball game versus it's getting kind of late. It's 9.30. I do have to get up early. This could go on forever. I think I'm going to go to bed <laughs> versus, well, they do finish the games up pretty quick nowadays. And you know what? I'm going to watch to the end. So you like that. That appeals to you. I haven't really followed baseball day to day in years. So oh, yeah, he's checked out. Doesn't really apply to me in the same way. Roger. I couldn't name one player on the Giants. Ooh. I, I got Crawford. Yeah. I might be able to dig up another name. Okay. Yeah. Yastrzemski guy could have named. Yeah. But it's not much more than those guys. So, Do you know who the RBI and home run leader for the San Francisco Giants is right now? A3? No clue. I honestly have no idea. Oh, but you play fantasy. No way. Holy shit. A3. I mean, We've gone to the dark guy's side. Guy's not on his team. Tyro Estrada? No, it's J.D. Davis. Never heard of him. Oh, that guy's balling right now, for sure. Defensively, that guy's on fire. And I guess offensively. All right, what's up with Hanniger? He's hanging tough. Is he playing? Yeah, he hit a couple bombs, and uh, he's coming around. He just... He K's quite a bit, but he's got a mm. nice swing for Mexico City. That was pretty fun to watch. I didn't see the that. Mexican games. Yeah, that was interesting. I hope you like home runs. Yeah, I mean, it was perfect. The bases were bigger as advertised, and the home runs were as advertised. So there you go. Don't blink, you'll miss one. <laughs> Everyone wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? That got me thinking. If you could build a stadium where you could just like levitate it up into the sky where there was less air pressure, like, you know, owners would do that. Oh, like a hot air balloon stadium. It can just kind of float up. So this is in response to us witnessing the 11 home run Padres Giants game in Mexico City where the air is, you know, it's at very high altitude. 11 home runs in a game. I mean, even as a baseball fan, and I love baseball, like at a certain point, too much of a good thing is a bad Like, Don't you just get bored? No, we've run the studies. You can have ice cream for breakfast. We, we've run the stats on it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be fine. It's just too bad because the home run is still rad. I mean, I was lucky enough to be at Oracle or whatever the fuck it was called for Ishikawa's homer and Morse's homer. And both of those had the place just, it was electricity. That's why you go to ball games. That's why you go to be a part of that experience with these people. And to see that live was incredible. So it's hard to yeah. knock on every homer. But I do agree that I just don't see it having the same effect if there's 11 in a game. It's like, who won? It's like, that's not what people ask. It's who hit the homer or like, what was his celebration? Right. <laughs> yeah. I had an opportunity and I really wanted to ruin A1 with this. That's it. Definitely going to ruin A2 and mm. A4. You'll probably be ruined as well. <laughs> but I had a game on with my nephews. All right. I'm trying to keep the game alive by teaching the kids the rules, what I know and why it's killer. It was a Padre game, and I think they were playing the Mets. So two pretty good teams this year. Yep. And wouldn't you know it, they do a on-field interview in the middle of a game with Manny Machado, who's playing third base for the Padres in the middle of a game. Wow. Mic'd up on oh. third. So dumb. Oh, my right? God. And it gets better. And I'll tell you why it gets better is because the question that was on everyone's mind that they needed to ask was obviously rule changes. Oh, no. And his response was, I don't mind getting home a little earlier, uh, which I thought was pretty riff. And then the person in the box said this one. 
What are you binge watching? <laughs> are you fucking kidding I, me right now? I swear to God, dude. I wish I was making it up. I wish I was making it up. And he's like, oh, we just finished oh a show. And this, and then it was like foul ball. You guys remember Vince? Bro, 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 wait, 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 wait. He's probably never even seen the show. It, it was an ad for the show. Oh, my God. Wow. Good call. An ad for the show. Fuck. Wow. Damn. That's some guerrilla marketing right there. <laughs> no kidding. Hey, Manny Machado likes it. My God. Yeah, what's his bonus on that? You become a sideshow by adding these oh things into the game. Oh, my God. Make it stop. It's unreal. But Sideshow. I really hated that part. And so I just had to walk away. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm going to go do something else now. You kids are on your own. <laughs> Let's play with Lego. Yeah. Hey, Manny, what's your favorite toothpaste? <laughs> oh, I like Colgate. <laughs> Like Vin Scully, bless his heart. I didn't realize how good he was because yeah, R.I.P. But I lived with a Dodger fan in college, and we'd have the game on, and I just couldn't get enough of Vin Scully telling stories while simultaneously calling the game. Right, so you'd be like the master Barry Bonds. I had lunch with his dad once, foul ball, and then we went to <laughs> and it's like any, and it's like a fly ball caught. And anyway, it was like the game was the afterthought to his stories <laughs> mustard on the side he is actually really good at this but there was a novelty to it i guess that we've now lost because it's on field in the fourth inning we couldn't wait till the end of the game to get a recap <laughs> on manny machado's viewing pleasures oh my god <laughs> hey manny what's your favorite flavor of doritos <laughs> and he just whips them out and he has it just has a bag oh yeah man i like cool ranch all right a4 let's let's hear let's hear some of your action on this so tattered no just tattered you know what i bet his answer was a show that was on the same network that the fucking game was playing on <laughs> oh sure <laughs> all right yeah what was... are you binge watching right now what bitch why does media consumption have to be binging like we're all unhealthy like yes you're as bad as all the rest well, are baseball fans binging on home runs and stolen bases? <laughs> wow. I mean, is that... Nice one. Are we taking advantage of this? <laughs> A1, I actually had a question for you. Oh, great. You're a serial guy, right? Everybody knows that. Uh, that is in the affirmative. All right. So how many bowls of your favorite cereal do you think maybe you've had? Rough estimate. Lifetime. Um, probably it'd be like in the hundreds. How is this not the same with baseball? Like, how do we not binge off... The things we know we're gonna like the home run again. We're I know oh, okay. we're gonna see Manny coming up. We're gonna see some Speaking home runs. The binge vocab. This is what I'm used to seeing. This is what I want to see. This is what I want more right. of. This flavor is so yeah. good for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so how does that not trans? Does that translate about, to baseball or what? Or hardball? I mean. Yeah. I mean, I think it's about discipline. Where let's say I ate the stalest, like lamest tasting cereal, the most boring one possible. We'll just say, even though I like this cereal, we'll just say shredded wheat. All right. <laughs> Let's say you ate shredded wheat 364 days in a row. And then on the last day, you got a bowl of fucking corn pops. You'd be like, holy shit. This is the best flavor ever. Mm. Straight up. You'd never had a better bowl of cereal than that one. That corn pops and fill in the blanks. Right. You know, whatever the fuck. Fruity Pebbles. Cinnamon Toast Name crunch. them all. And any one of those is going to be the best bowl you've ever had in your life after 364 straight shredded wheats. Yeah. With baseball... If you have a little discipline, you can just let things happen and the sport will naturally go up and down. But if you try to force feed it, it throws it off kilter and it can't like sustain. I mean, baseball is not meant to just naturally be the best World Series every year. Like some are good and some aren't. That's just the way seasons go. 
I like that. But they're not willing to go that route. Right, right. But cereal, I don't have enough discipline to like not ever buy Crunchberries. I'm going <laughs> to buy those occasionally. And when I have them, they're amazing. Mm. But the more discipline I am, the better the bowl of cereal would taste. There's the answer to the question right there. All right, now we can move on. Speaking of force feeding, I got the stolen base numbers, you guys. Thank you. Comparing this year to last year. Great. Stolen bases are up 39%. 39. Holy shit. Not bad. And to confirm, that is attempts or successful stolen bases? That's successful SBs. Mm -hmm. I love that number. Okay. Attempts per game are up 33%. And Mm -hmm. success rate this year versus last year is 73 versus 67. Hmm. That's a 6% increase in success rate. Does this include box the, you know, threw over three times and they didn't get him? So they, I do not believe that is counted as an SB. That is a different stat. Ooh. So that is not in we, these stats. Holy shit. This is big news. We have a new stat to baseball, like an actual new stat. Oh, we have a ton of new stats this year, dude. I mean, pitch clock violations when it's on the batter, when it's on the pitcher, right, right, all right. this stuff. Oh yeah. They're all new stats. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a big one. You need basically a microscope to look at the back of a baseball card now. <laughs> and hat size okay yeah so stolen bases are up 39 attempts per game are up 33 and success rate is up six percent what do you guys think about them force feeding you these stolen bases again i like to clarify i think that the art form of stealing a base was under attack and then they put in these stupid rules to make it attractive again right. the commodity that people were looking for they wanted to sign sluggers rather than guys that could steal bases right. so I love that they're doing it. I hate that it's because of a rule that says you can only throw over twice. I think that (laughs) that cheapens it. But that's how I feel. And the fact that it's working in the attempt piece, I mean, that's just exciting. If you're a catcher, how fun is it to try to just nab somebody? I mean, love that. So I'm okay with the outcome. I'm surprised a little bit by how well the rule is working. That's a pretty significant number. Mm Mm-hmm. 40% 40% almost? Shit. Yeah, and I do want to add... It's crazy. And this isn't a number, but the bigger bases make it safer. So that is a reason why they're getting sent more. Right, right. I have a hard time buying that mm. only because... I mean, maybe they didn't want to put their assets in harm's way. But, dude, you see the shit that they wear. They have that, like, plate thing that I know, they have covers the, their the sh- wrist and the whole nine. And God forbid you slide feet first. So I'm not totally buying that <laughs> one, but... I do hear There's all that, kinds of yeah. other injuries that happen when you're sliding that have nothing to do with the guy's hand. That was just the most common, and that's totally. why I started wearing I'm that, with you. that I'm with sleeve. You. Yeah. And this is a number that I don't have, but I know it's a smaller number this year, and that is risk of injury upon sliding into second base. Whatever that number it is, I bet it's a lot smaller with the bigger bases, and that's why they did them. Do you ever see the movie Mr. Baseball or no? I saw it once a long time ago. With Tom Selleck? Yeah. And what made me think of it. That's probably a good one to watch. Is when you're talking about the more stats, like (laughs) there's that part where he's like, you're trading me? I led this team in ninth inning doubles in the month of August. Like, <laughs> and when you have to get that specific about it, right. it just kind of like kind of feel like you're really grasping at straws there. Not you personally, but like MLB. Like, oh, look at the risk factors. Like, okay, whatever. But they really are putting million dollar chips. He loves that one on a roulette table. And if the odds of these guys, you know, not well, getting hurt goes down, they will send them more. It's just a fact. You know, if you're worried about putting your million dollar chips in 
that's on the MLB. Like, fuck you yeah. anyway. Then I don't know what to tell right. you. Like, make it incentive laden. It's kind of similar to the new fad where the star quarterback skips out on the bowl game because he's going pro. Huh. And it's kind of, yeah, I, I'm good. I don't really need to win that last one. Like, oh my gosh. Take care, y'all. Right. So, hey, A4, what do you think about these stolen bases numbers? I think it's even more baller when a catcher can gun one down. That's awesome. What there is no limit of is a catcher throwing back to first base. Correct. Yes. Ooh. And I was kind of like thinking about some of these little loopholes to maybe like slow the game down. Like MLB wants the game mm-hmm. to speed up so much, right? If you're a player, what are some ways that you can actually slow it down within your own right? Like one of them is oh, there is no limit to how many times the catcher can throw back to first or yep. third or wherever. Yeah. You know, they can do that as much as they want. New rule next year. Right. Another one, which I think is really interesting, is the pitcher asking for a new ball. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, they the can still chairs. do that. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm going to need another you one. You wind the clock all the way down to eight seconds. And I think you can, once it hits eight seconds, you're not allowed to ask for a new ball. Eight seconds is a big baseball number now. I guess so. If you, uh, in bull riding, that's a big number, eight seconds. And now baseball kind of mm. joins the eight oh. seconds sports club. Mm. You know, mm, gotcha. Another way to like kind of cheat a little bit is with the shift and all fielders are not supposed to move before the ball is pitched right before as it leaves the hand, then they're allowed to get like a head start. Yeah. Right. Um, but I don't know if that's being enforced. If you're a shortstop and you get caught moving before the ball is pitched, it's an automatic ball. But I don't know if there's been much of that happening this season. Why not, if you're a player, kind of push those boundaries a little bit and see how far you can take that? I have some information about this. I am so glad you asked that. All right. Okay. So I have been told by a baseball insider that teams are not moving after the pitch because they all sort of entered into an agreement that they weren't going to do it this year. What, is that like a code? Or- and the reason is they don't want to embarrass baseball because this new rule, as soon as these guys oh just start God. running after the pitch, it's going to make the new rule look dumb. And so they all agree, gentlemen's agreement, we're not going to do it this year, the first year. Gentlemen's agreement. So expect to see it next Damn. year. And expect to see it in the playoffs. Because people are going to be like, fuck it, we're going to try to win. Oh, shit. Well, that's to my point. It's a perfect example of what can be exploited right now. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm trying to brainstorm like more of these things to just fuck the game up even more. There was a bunch of exploits that got opened up with these new rules. And that's one of the big things that I talk about on the show. You guys, you're changing this rule, but now you've incentivized bad behavior again. This is just going to cause more perverted shit to be going on. You've been on the shift and now we're only drafting tall guys who can pull the ball. Yeah. Tell me if this would fit into that category of defense being able to slow the game down. Um, What Mm. if you took a hint from soccer and the shortstop kind of just like faked an injury? Mm. So flopping. Does the clock have anything to do with injuries? Defense gets one call time per plate appearance. And guess what? It counts towards one of the throwbacks. (sighs) Oh my God. This is gymnastics. Yeah, I read the rule book, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. What I don't like about the system right now, we're just still kind of in this wishy-washy time. So I was watching some Giants baseball the other day. You know, I got home and turned the game on. It's like the seventh inning. I'm like, great, I'll watch three innings and eat dinner and go to bed, whatever. So I'm watching the game. Guy throws a borderline strike. The ABS system clearly shows that it's a strike. It hits the corner, yet uh, calls it a ball. 
You know, everybody sees it, you know, and there shouldn't be such a huge discrepancy between viewing at home versus viewing at the park and the players of the park. If they're going to use the ABS, just let's get the call right. Yeah, you're saying it's incongruent in the sport right now. That's correct. What it leaves room for now is still theatrics, right? Say you're a batter and the ball's inside and you do one of those like, oh, I'm going to scoot back like thing. that thing is like yeah, super yeah. inside and you might sell it yep. to the ump. Same thing with the catcher. It's like catchers are still trying to frame pitches. Oh, more than ever, you guys. This is going to be gone soon. Enjoy the framing while you can because I think it's going to be gone next year. I hate the framing. It's stupid. Next year. Let's either do it or not. We're in this gray zone. It's just, it's bothering me. I think it's coming soon. I don't know if I would put my chips down on next year. We could all agree within three years. I would say within five years for sure. I couldn't imagine them waiting more than three. I want to see what they do in the playoffs, how many of these rules they suspend, if any. Yeah. That's going to tell us a lot. It's fascinating. Yeah, totally. Throwback rolls are a twofer. They get you more stolen bases, but they also make the game shorter. So I think we touched on that, but it's really important that uh, when you can kill two birds with one stone, MLB is going to probably do it, you know, because you can get a lot of buy-in on those rule changes where it benefits two interests. We all love this game so much. Um, Let's just tighten this shit up. Can we, we love it so much. Can we get it to be shorter somehow? That would be great for us. (laughs) Anybody else want to talk about stolen bases? Long live Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. All right. Okay. So the last set of numbers I have to do with duration, and it is 26 minutes faster, you guys. And not just that, but a nine-inning game is way more predictable. And an extra inning game is also very predictable, too, because they tend to end very quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, 26 minutes. That's a lot. Um, Is it? Doesn't feel like that much to me. I mean, it's like a half hour difference. What is that down? 15, 20% quicker? It's... The average game is what, two hours and 30 minutes? Is that where we're yeah, at? Is that where we're at, roughly? Right. Last year we were at 303. So far this year, one fifth through the season, 237. That sounds like a basketball game, right? Yeah, about two and a half. Or a football game. I feel like football is. No, football games are much longer I think now. Football is uh, always three. It's, yeah, it's three plus, way longer. You know, I actually had this argument with a guy. He was like, well, I hear a lot of people are enjoying the cooker game. I'm like, well, you know, I'm not really one of them. No big deal. I'm not trying to argue. And then he's wearing a 49ers hat. You know, I'm like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm hearing that too. We were in the disc golf course. We played hole one, just really quiet. Hey, good shot. And we got the hole two. And I said, hey, man, you know, I think these NFL games are way too long and just really boring. There's just too much time between action. I wish they would speed them up so I could tolerate it then. And he just kind of looks at me dead in the eye. Like he opens his mouth to say something and then he closes his mouth and he looks down and then he looks up <laughs> and then he sits down on the bench. And he kind of hangs his head for like 10 seconds. And he looks up at me and he's like, I get it now. (laughs) You know what he did say later on? He said like, well, I think people are enjoying the product and it's holding their attention. And I'm like, well, yeah, not me. The product. (laughs) I just don't see it having sustained value in terms of a total product. I don't think this is really the audience attractor. I think people couldn't wait to see what happened opening day and... It's up a smidge, but now that baseball lost some sacredness... Hardball? I doubt that that can really hold. I think it's going to go down in popularity, and then they're either going to react with more rules, or what I'm hoping for, go in the other direction. You know? Right. We got the curly fries, and then we get the curly cheesy fries, and then yep. you get the... You can add chili to that. The waffle curly cheesy fries. Add bacon. People love bacon. More cheese. Hello, garlic. Give me the chipotle. Sour cream. Right, and then just put a giant fucking steak on top. 
and a martini. <laughs> I love baseball. This is the best flavor ever. I mean, they didn't go big enough. Everyone wins. It rained out Manfred's party. Gentlemen's agreement. I really like what you guys are up to with this one. It's really sad they're trying to turn this into a game that it's not. And that's the problem. It's meant to be enjoyed in person. A day game outside with friends and family. And enjoying it for what it is. And now it's being manipulated to drive revenue.